Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gamerich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm leaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources, social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, this is Mike Cambridge. Welcome to another Halftime Mike podcast. And in this episode, I want to dive into uh, Lanny Page call to action improvements that you can make to increase your conversions. Okay. So many of us uh, know what landing pages are. We're trying to drive some traffic to a specific page, get people to take a certain action. And maybe it's not performing as well as it could have, or we always want to take improvements to this. Well, one of the things that, you know, and when, when we do that, we can take a look at the ads. We can take a look at the landing page copy. All of those things are important, but more specifically, and one of these things that's often overlooked is improvements to the actual call to action, the CTA itself. And uh, in this episode, I want to run you through a number of tips to take a look at uh, optimizations to your calls to action that can make a uh, tangible difference in your conversions, the amount of people you know signing up. Uh, purchasing that type of uh, great success. Okay, so that's what we want to take a look at. Now, I uh, got a stat from HubSpot that says the average landing page converts at around 9.6%. So rounded up, we'll say 10% of the time it's going to convert. And that's you know, 9% of the time people are not converting on that page. And so uh, that sounds like you know there could be some improvement there. Now, that's average, and so that's why some are doing higher than that, some are doing worse than that. But for your purposes, wouldn't you like to maybe uh, see that increase 15%, double 20%, that type of thing? So these are some ideas that you can do to take a look at that. Um, now, number one, the uh, most uh, well, a, a great starting point is to take a look at the uh, the words you're using, and I want you to use action words in your call to action. Okay, so um, oftentimes we th- see things like you know they leave the button the same, and it just says um, enter now or sign up or you know that type of thing. So while sign up is an action word, it's not great. So I think that. Um, putting something tangible on it, even even the word now at the end of that, sign up now or get started, um, discover now, um, buy now. Uh, so those types of things which give immediate um, action, which are time specific, which are generating, you know, take this action now. Don't just have the generic sign up. Uh, or, you know, so you want to take a look at the wording you're using on your particular call to action and make it action oriented. Okay, so that's number one, make it action oriented, review those types of things. Number two, um, take a look at the color that you're using. All right, so there should be some some contrast, obviously from your website. So if everything is, if somebody's just scrolling through, they're not really reading anything, but they're just looking, um, is, is there any difference in the call to action color that appears to them? There should be, because you know, if your site is, um, Let's just say it's blue and white, and they're scrolling through, and your button turns out to be, you know, dark blue with white text. How's that going to stand out from anything else that's on the page? Okay, where uh, contrasting colors can stand out. Now I have some. There, there's power in colors, and so we take a look at things that, um, okay, green, orange, and even red perform the best overall. Those stand out. So again, think about it. if my site was 
generally blue and white and we're rolling down through there and they see a green button is that going to stand out to them yes it's going to stand out to them so color matters your your uh, call to action button should have a contrasting and um, you know powerful kind of color uh, to set it apart make people uh, to you know really see it and want to take action on that piece and then um, as well and make it easy to read that um, action oriented words in there so you know you don't want something that's you know what's that say in there those those they, they blend together you know so uh, green button with white lettering inside of it okay so to do that so take a look at the power of color um, next number three size matters yes it does in uh call to action buttons size matters okay and particularly uh, because of the different possibilities people are using to look at your landing page okay they might come in on a desktop large monitor or they might be coming in on their iphone uh in vertical position and what is that button going to look like so you want to use a responsive call to action button not just an image but a response because an image is not going to resize and respond to the page. It's going to uh, it's going to look the same, you know, uh, same size and and just kind of scale down. So it's going to look small on a mobile device. But if you're using a responsive button, that can shift because again, device, uh, you know, uh, for their for the button, people, you know, you don't want them to oh I have to pinch. They don't want to do any type of pinching to fit, fit the button. They want that button to to be large and so to to fit the fingers on there. And so a call to action button should be of size to to be clearly distinguishable set itself apart identify i'm supposed to take action here this is it this is the button okay so it should be fairly large okay and um impressive stand out and it should be responsive so that uh, even on the mobile device it's going to be side to side you know it's not going to be side to side um Maybe you know on a on a desktop large monitor, but on a mobile device it, it is going to be there, so it's easy to click for the finger. Uh, so take a look at um, the size, what's happening, particularly on different devices. Look at mobile and look at a um, large desktop, and see what you get there. Okay, that was number three. Number four is um, kind of coming back, but enhancing on what I talked about before, and that is um, sense of urgency. Okay. You want to use words like now, uh, but also then in your in your final copy, uh, use a sense of urgency available for 48 hours, um, you know, uh, 15 remaining, you know, those types of things, limited quantity of X, uh, that type of wording so that people know that this is not just undivided. I just can come back to this later, but they need to take action now on this piece there. So generate that sense of urgency. The fifth one is... Um, keep your call to action visible and uh, that means keep it above the fold okay so let's just say i'm coming into a website and what you see here in my screen is what's visible on the website okay so i want the button to be visible um, on the screen okay i don't want people to have to scroll down before they would see the button so that's what it means to be above the fold is when a web page immediately loads the button is available right there on the screen without scrolling down they don't have to get anywhere to see that so that's going to be very important a lot of people make this mistake because they want to put a whole bunch of copy and explain it and then put the button at the bottom who knows if they get there by hubspot stats on a 9.6 percent conversion rate they're not getting there you want to make it easy and it's okay folks to have more than one this the, the, the same button 
two different places. You can have it at the top of the page, uh, so it's above the fold, but you can also have it at the bottom of all your copy where you explain it. Again, the same one, taking the same action. I'm not talking about two different actions going to two different per products or anything like that. The same one, two different locations on the page, definitely above the fold on the, in that regard. So what are you doing with your call to action buttons? Um, that was number five. Number six of seven is keep it simple. Okay, keep it simple, stupid, and, and uh, that is, you know, what is the offer? Don't go complex. This is not the time to have all kinds of variables, all kinds of options, all kinds of multiple things to choose from. You want to keep it simple, keep it clear, get them to take an action on this. The KISS principle really works here and will serve you well. If it's too complex, people glaze over and they move on and they will not buy. Um, and along with that, keeping it simple is I want to talk about uh, the the uh, the life cycle in landing page and people often miss that because they just want to sell, sell, sell. Okay. They want to get the transaction, but they're missing perhaps, um, the first two. And that is consumption. You have to give people something positive to consume, something inviting, something that attracts their attention. So consumption, number one, if you don't have anything worthy of, uh, driving interest, worthy of, um, of sparking uh, that you know motivation you're not going to go anywhere so this can be you know many times it starts with a great blog if you have great blog content then you drive them to a landing page because they've they've read some good content they've seen some good things they've read some good things on social media now they come over and uh they want to get to that so consumption um of good content creates the interest uh, number two instead of driving them to a transaction right away drive them to a subscription okay get more of your content. So make it a low threshold. This is the free offer, giving them something that um, the download, the more material, whatever that is, so that they get more of the good thing. They feel like they've upped their game from they, they, they like that blog post, they like what they read there, they want more of that, they sign up for this, they get more of that free, it didn't cost them anything, but they're on your email list, your text message list, so that you can continue to correspond with them. Now you have another way to reach them. And then finally, the transaction, or the third one. And the transaction is, again, typically done via that email or uh, that offer um, and uh, email text message. And, and you're going to drive them to that landing page where, again, and now it's simple because you've done all that work um, building up those pieces leading up to it. They're convinced. And then they say, yes, I want that. And they make that purchase. So, so that's the transaction phase. So you, you know, typically it's like, hey, I want to sell, so I'm gonna throw up a landing page, and we're gonna try to get them to take a transaction. You're trying to do all those things on that one page. That's a lot. That's not keeping it simple. So there's pre-work that goes into it to do that, so that your landing page ultimately can be simple. Seventh thing and final thing is you need to attest and adjust. How many of you have you're seeing some of these tips and now you're thinking, hmm, I'm not sure I'm doing that. Okay, so you need to take a look at some things, take a look at some stats, take a look at some button clicks. You need to try some different pieces. Take a look at the color, the wording, the action words. Um, is it simple? Is it above the fold? Make some adjustments. Then, you know, monitor that two weeks, three weeks, a month, and then see what you got. Maybe you make some more tweaks, take a look at those pieces, test and adjust. It's not once and done on those pieces. And some things will fade out over time. You need to freshen them up to capture attention more. Um, but that's how you can take a look at increasing the conversions on the landing page by taking a look at improving your CTAs. Okay. That's what I want to cover today in this um, 
have to make podcasts thinking about your online transactions and selling. Um, but again, remember that people don't buy the first time. Remember that stat, it was only 9.6% was on average. We're saying if we're doing good, we're getting, you know, double that, you get 20%. Uh, so what are you going to do with that other 80%, 90%? All right, you need to be thinking about those three key words, your consumption. How can I get them? How can I produce content that people want to consume that's going to be a value that keeps them coming back? so that I can get them to subscribe to something so that I can get them on a list where I can give them more consumption content so that I've done the selling there. So when I do make my offer via the uh, email, text message, take them to my simple landing page, they're ready for the transaction. Okay. That's what I want to cover today. Thanks for being with me on this Halftime Mike podcast. This was Mike. All righty. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half outcome of a game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.